Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. It is powered by Media Stable and my name's Nick Hayes, Managing Director of that same entity. Lana Hill. Is in the house. Yeah, she's in the house. <laughs> now, Lana, just before we went to air, I want to share this with everyone. And before we introduce our first guest, um, you said, and you said, and I will verbatim, you said, <laughs> Nick hassled me or hassled me or confronted me to, to become... <laughs> A employee of Media Stable. I harassed you. I think the word was harassed. Yeah, the word was harassed. <laughs> well, you don't say that word. I don't in mean f- in a mean way. I know, but when you in talk- a persistent way. But when your guest is in the studio <laughs> and the guest is a conflict resolution expert and mediator, <laughs> deals with family law, deals with disputes and everything along like that. That's not a great word to kick off with. <laughs> Persisted? All right, thank you. I'll go with that. We have, uh, as I did say, we do have a conflict and resolution expert, a a mediator, uh, Lasan Eriks. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Nicolana. I'm excited. This is good. It's good fun. It's It's a bit of an insight into you, but as a mediator, I dare say... Uh, are you a, f- a lawyer by trade or what, what are you by trade? A mediator? A mediator. Is there a school? Is there a degree yeah, that, in this? Yes. Yeah, so, well, that I facilitate the trading for it. But it's, um, well, I have a law background, but I also did some counselling and then I did mediation training. So I guess um, I didn't want to stay in law. I think the court has a place, but I'd rather see people work things out. And, you know, I guess my passion is anything can get resolved in communication. And in the court system, there's just... I guess a lack of value for people because yeah. some things get resolved, but conflict never gets really resolved. And when you have to have a relationship with people, then, you know, it's, I always say to my students, when you have like an iceberg and the court is the top and it uh, gives you an outcome, yep. that iceberg, uh, the conflict will keep rising and you have to keep dealing with it. So yeah. that's what I love about conflict resolution is to actually deal with it. Um, so, and I think it creates a huge amount of value for people. So that's what I love about now, it. Now, Lana, we do have a lot of lawyers on our books at Media Stable, so I'm not wanting to upset them right now. <laughs> I never want to upset lawyers. <laughs> no, is that what I do? No, no. And I don't think you do. I think you're one of the no. great assets to lawyers. Yeah, we work together a lot. Yeah, but can I just, I mean, let me just put, you know, the elephants in the room. Do lawyers want to see conflict continue or are they after a result? Or are there just some kind of lawyers that are out there to do that? Because if you, let me just very quickly, because I know the lawyers that Media Stable works with don't do that. But it's, you know, you see it in the media, you see it on TV, you see it in movies that the thrill of the conflict that goes mm. on, you know, is, is that what it's like in real life? I think it depends who you're dealing with. So sometimes, yes, uh, but in general, most lawyers I work with, I actually prefer, because I do lawyer-assisted stuff as well and they're there. So lawyers who engage in those processes do want their clients to get an outcome. Um, so, But sometimes lawyers do make it worse. <laughs> so I guess the difficulty is when you have someone else communicating for you, you lose the power of telling your story yes. and, and not sitting at the table and not some, so sometimes it's almost a bit like Chinese whispers and it just ends yeah. up somewhere else. So it might not even be in the lawyer's intention, but everyone is having their own perception and lawyers sometimes maybe go in a bit harder than the client is wanting to or, or not. I mean, um, 
in my experience, the lawyers I work with are really great and I really enjoy having them as part of my process or my client's process. Um, and I know who not to work with. Right. <laughs> Ooh, you give me that Give me that list later on. I love that. So I'd imagine, uh, Lizanne, I just, this is very interesting to me because I have been through separation and divorce myself. So uh, I was in, in touch with a couple of lawyers, but I'd imagine getting to the heart, you mentioned the iceberg, uh, getting to the heart of what, you know, one party or both parties what the want the outcome to be is a really critical part of what you do. Yeah. How how do you do that? How do you really when there are heavy emotions involved and, you know, whether it be in a commercial sense, whether it be in a family law sense, how do you get to the heart of what people really want a resolution to look like? Well, I look at what's the underlying interest as we call it and I say so people tell me what it is that they want. Um, and that's, but I go, well, why do you want that? Mm. So what's the underlying fear? What's your concern? Or, you know, often in a separation, it could be like, I'm so scared that I lose a relationship with my kids. Well, we you know, uh, we, you can have a thousand resolutions to that. But if you say, I want 50-50 care, that's it. That's one resolution. So I look a bit deeper and say, what is it that, you know, what are you concerned about? What do you want for the future? So in a company, like, you know, for, for people, there's a lot of emotion attached to, the issues at hand. So in a company, if it's your baby, if someone would take my business away from me, put my heart and soul into that. So yeah. it comes with a lot of emotion. So it's around looking at what it is really about for people mm. and then talk about that. And often what it's really about is not the same as what people say they want. Exactly. It's not what they think they want. Exactly, exactly right. Yeah, and, and that could be, and I think, you know, if you're going down the process of having a lawyer doing all that for you and a difference between a mediator is that not just in the cost levels but is it the time levels the time frames as well is it shortened is it is it something there that you can work out a little bit better than particularly a lawyer sorry all the lawyers out there <laughs> no, but, but i think that the lawyers are not doing anything wrong it's just more that if clients say this is what i want then that's what they pursue for them yeah i just work differently so i go okay so why do you want what you want and i do all the touchy feeling stuff and and um so it could well i guess a lawyer if they negotiated out well for you could also be quick but if you go to the court it's slow yeah that's yeah. just the short and, and right now in a COVID 19 times the courts aren't really open really are they they're no. not really doing a lot so you must be flat chat i am actually <laughs> yeah well everyone is going and i think that's i, I don't want to put a positive spin on COVID 19 because there is you know obviously everyone is suffering but there is what I have seen in, in the media a lot is yeah. that it's really been putting out there to negotiate with each other. Like the prime minister goes, landlords and tenants talk to each other, work sure. it out. The courts have gone, go to mediation, work it out. Don't come to us. We're too busy. We can't only deal with urgent things. So in that sense, it's been really good for people to really connect to that that side of, of things because I'm a, a big fan of it, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, well, I don't know if it's a positive, but I, I think it's, it's great to people now having to do it. Just just also to clarify as well, because family law comes to mind immediately when I'm thinking of mediation. Hmm. What what other industries, what other areas do you dive deep into or, or get asked to work in? Uh, workplace mediation. So right. there's a lot of conflict in the workplace. Can I have a chat to you about Lana Hill? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can sort you I, out offline, I, I, sure. Just, sorry. Don't want I'm to laughing. Are, is, are you being serious? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> We can talk about that later. I'll find, I'll find. Because I always talk to people separately first and oh, figure dear. out what's really happening. So this, this little forum's not correct for this? No, maybe not. Oh, I'm not. And it's a confidential really, process. Yeah, so like, not quite. No yeah. one's listening. Don't worry. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> 
So, yeah. but it, it, it is workplace. Yeah. Any other areas? Any other commercial sectors? law as well? So, big yeah. co- contracts, um, and and they're all slightly different. Um, but I think particularly workplace is it, it happens a lot, and and in this environment now as well, everything has to get renegotiated out. But I think uh, in 2014, bullying became unlawful. Sure. And since then, that whole area has you know blown up. It's not the right word, but. People like employers have to um, create a bully-free work of well, attempt yeah. anyway. So um, there's a lot more focus on that, and obviously um, doesn't mean people are getting bullied necessarily. But when there's conflict, that that can become part of it. So employers are very um, you know keen to make sure that conflict doesn't escalate. It's so interesting. Lana, I've got it. I mean, conflict seems to appear in just about everything in media. In fact, if it, media doesn't really go on if there is no conflict. There's almost no reason to report on it. So I'm imagining what Lasan brings to the table here is to be able to bring a solution. It's got to be attractive to media. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, one of the things that media is all about is discussion and, and tension. You know, it's it's tension around a certain topic. It's, um, yeah, creating conversation. And you, I want to bring this in, what you said um, off air, Lasan, around conflict actually being a good thing. Yeah. And uh, can you jump into that? Because you've ever since you said that, you've got my brain ticking yeah. on that. Tell me more about why you think conflict is a good thing. It's amazing. And, and, and actually, your reaction is perfect because normally when I'm in a training room and I see, train people in conflict resolution, I say, so what do you think about when you hear the word conflict? And no one ever says anything positive. Like I haven't had that experience once. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm thinking war. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking fighting you know, and two-way firing range, shooting, killing, right. hurting, pain. Well, it's just two opposing perspectives or two opposing points of view, isn't it? It's a tension between those things. I yeah. have a funny feeling we're about to get a resolution. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> just, I'm excited. Just, just heads up. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know, what's, what's, that, what's that show? Boom, boom. <laughs> law and order. Lisa, we're law and order moment here. Well, but if you think about it, right? Any great revelations or innovation or problem solving or change always starts with conflict. Like Martin yes. Luther King, like people, people make a stand for something and they say, "Hey, this is no longer working." You get friction, so conflict doesn't have to look like a shouting match. Yep. But there is something not working, and it's going. And when you have conflict, it all comes to the surface. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather have something that I know what I'm dealing with than all this stuff under the surface, like bubbling away. Yep. But it creates major change. It creates innovation. But the crux of it is is that you have to deal with it well yes so if you know if it escalates and it gets terrible sometimes people ask me to come in at a very late point and it's very difficult to wheel things back and people can be suicidal like mental health is a really big thing mm. but if you deal with things early and well then it's great it just means something's not working so now you have to problem solve you have to innovate you have to work with something there's more communication people also can get it off their chest so they don't walk around resentful and awful all the time so if conflict is dealt with well in a company in your family like I have conflict with my husband a lot (laughs) but it's but it's just because I say what I feel because on the other side of conflict is you know freedom self-expression love like because if you can also if you and I Lana have conflict often and we know we can work through it really easily yeah then I know what's on the other side so now I have no problem with approaching you about anything right 
Yes. No, I, I've, I've had a light bulb go off today because it is, it's, and it's about mutual understanding. It's about getting to the heart of why someone is thinking a, a different thing. I've just learned something wonderful today, Nick <laughs> Oh, you're learning every day, learning. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's the gorgeous thing about the Experts podcast is that we've got an expert telling us how it is. I, I, I Just one thing that I'll pick up. Uh, I fear for your husband, though, the fact that you know, you know all Very this. skilled. No, no, you don't have to worry about him. Trust me, we're pretty evenly Met. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, he's, he, he must be good. He must be. T- <laughs> well, and he just tells me, "Don't do your negotiation thing," and I'm yeah. like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, that's an incredible talent to have. Hey, um, I love the fact that there's got to be conflict. It's got to be visible because you know what? The one thing that a lot of people are working with and dealing with at the moment is the things that are inside that mm. they don't release and yeah. they don't let it out. So sometimes the conflict isn't there, but the pain and the hurt is there. Absolutely. And how do you deal with that? Because, you know, we've, do you need to have conflict to begin with? Or is it the fact that um, you, you might have to dive deep into finding that inner workings? You talked about the fact that sometimes in mediation, the real issue, the real problem or the mm. real solution is not necessarily what they really think that they want. It's what they want inside. Yeah, and I think it's just about asking questions. So if I work with someone, I just they just tell me their story and I just ask and I ask and I ask until... I can sense that someone is authentically, you know, I know that word gets thrown around a lot, but No, but it's never like, has you know, a word been chosen so well here mm. because authenticity is everything here. Yeah, and you can sense it, if that makes any sense. Oh. Yeah, so at, so at one point you get there <laughs> and I just know that finally, and also when I then say to clients, is this what it's about? And they go, oh, yes. So oh. it's sort of like... They were like searching for it and then I can hear it without them saying it, but I check if it's I'm right it's and then like they go, yes. Gold mining is the word that yeah. comes to mind. You're searching for that little little moment of gold where the light bulb goes on and, and yeah, that, that person's maybe understood themselves better than they have before. Maybe you should have a <laughs> session. What are you saying? What are you saying, I'm Mara? just getting you back. Jeepers. Just getting you back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Stabbing. Hey, a conflict there. Hey, um... <laughs> But authenticity, that word, I, you know what? You, you say it gets overused, but I think, you know, what? when we deliver, and particularly in media, the audience can hear when people mm. are not being authentic. Yeah. Yep. And I think that is a real skill to to be able to extract from someone because I think sometimes sometimes we say things because we think that's what people want us to want to hear or that they think that this is the, this is what is expected of them. Mm. But in reality, if you're, unless you're authentic, mm. you you can tell very easily yeah. as an audience that that's not quite true, that you well, don't believe you, that. And if you're going to make an agreement on something that you think someone wants, what is the likelihood you're actually going to follow through? Because <laughs> you don't actually want it, right? So there's yeah. actually no point. And the other thing is, you know who else are really good at picking authenticity? Children. Oh, so, the best. Yeah, the best, right? So I negotiated with my kids. I, I created monsters. and not, not like they're not monsters. They're great. <laughs> but like they've t- I taught them to negotiate. I always say you can negotiate about anything but food and sleep, okay? The rest, if you have a good argument, I love to hear it. So it's really uh, because I want them to learn that, right? So I have quite robust conversation with my 10-year-old. But again, I have to be willing to really say what things are about for me and and. And he does that as well. And my seven-year-old is getting really good as well. Oh, that's awesome. Critical thinking and creative mm. problem solving. They're such important, important skills and particularly yeah. in the media because you need often to be able to take something that has been discussed before, has been researched before, but position it and interpret it in a different way. Put something else that's different in there. So tell us about media for you, Lizanne. Tell us about how 
you know, some of that's played out for you? Well, I've done some radio interviews and I think around Christmas time it was a lot about, you know, when you're together with your families. Um, and I think at the moment that's what it's been about as well. I actually just <laughs> launched a podcast and I'm going to, the first series is all about when people are together in the house all the time. How do you, you know, deal with negotiation and conflict in your household? Because I think that's the thing, what I think is interesting for media, conflict resolution and negotiation is for everyone. A lot mm. of my clients go, oh, it's for the prime minister, it's for a CEO. Yeah. No, we do it all day, every day. And, and I dream of a world where everyone is good at it. Can you imagine that? Like, honestly, oh. we have world peace, There's right? a Seinfeld episode of, on this called Festivus. The, the, Festivus for the, rest <laughs> the of airing, us. the airing of grievances. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is, this is <laughs> well, if you could drop a Seinfeld mention in, we're doing well. And I can tell you, um, you're not getting anywhere near my children. <laughs> they've already got their, they've got me wrapped around their little finger already and get everything that they want. So they, they couldn't negotiate any better themselves. So, but maybe you can help me yeah, negotiate better with in. them. Jeepers. Hey, um, talk to us quickly about the podcast, Sam, because, you know, while this is a podcast, we like telling, talking about other podcasts. What's that medium been like for you? So you're very natural in this environment here, talking podcasting and <laughs> and all that sort of thing. What, what's that like? Yeah, it's to be honest, at the beginning, it's actually really scary to put yourself out there. It's called Conversations to Cut the Conflict. Just coming up with the name, I was like, what am I going to call it? Conversations um, to Cut the Conflict. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> CTCC. You made that all, sound hard. I know, no, because it was, it was just a lot of C Alliteration, Nick. Well, I looked at um, cutting the crap, but that was not available. And I thought oh, maybe it's a bit it? too harsh. But um, it's just around, as, and I wanted to have something that could evolve over time. So yeah. I want to provide things for people. And that's what I love about media as well. My whole thing is I want people to get comfortable with conflict. I want them to understand it's easy to learn these skills. Anyone can do it. It's nothing special about me or, you know what I mean? I just train myself and practice. And um, I still find it scary. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's really to give people the tools to do these things and not break up or have a great time at, at their work instead of people suffer so much. And I find it really yeah. hard to watch. What's your take then on corporate Australia as far as management goes? Are they equipped to do that today? Are they, Are they? I mean, obviously they're not because they need people like you. <laughs> but um, I mean, are they, what, what, what state are they in? Because I would imagine particularly with bullying, you know, mm. being highlighted there and, and an issue that has to be taken care of, they're probably dealing with things they've, their predecessors have never had to deal with. No, absolutely. And I think in general, I think what I see a lot when I go to corporates, it doesn't go for every industry, but often people climb the ladder. Mm. So if, just to give an example, they might be a really good engineer and then they climb the ladder and all of a sudden they find themselves managing 800 people. And they I think I know which business you're talking about there. But, but it, <laughs> no, but I'm just I saying, won't name them. No, no, but I'm just saying like as an example, yes. like sometimes you might be an expert in a particular area, but you don't have been trained in people skills and conflict resolution and things like that. And it's really difficult. So when I work with these people, they, they love when I come in because they're like, I just don't know how to do this. And that's the whole thing, right? I would love to do conflict resolution at high school. Like we are expected to know this, yeah. but no one teaches us. It's yeah. bizarre. Well, that, and surely it starts from that age. Like yeah. I, I was bullied as a, as a kid in primary school and mm. it, I was actually bullied in the workplace as well as an adult. But I became. Hang on, let's just clarify. Not, not at this media stable. Ladies and gentlemen, just clarify. Not at this workplace. No, not at media stable. Um, <laughs> sorry, Nick. Um, but it is. I think those behaviours actually start really, really early, and I sort of didn't even blame 
the people in my in my previous job that were were bullying me because I knew they would have been doing the same thing when they were kids. Yeah, and I think also it's around if you knew how to deal with it. But I don't know, right? Because I have no idea what the context was. But I know that people in general. I'm really empathetic. I'm super friendly, but people don't mess with me. <laughs> Because they know, right? So I'm really clear. There are some things I do not tolerate. Like it just it doesn't matter who I wear. You can be the Queen of England. I don't care. So it's really, I think, and that's so it's it, conflict resolution is not about being a doormat. It's not about, ex, um, and it's also not about blaming others because it does but it's, it is about not accepting things sometimes or saying to them, hey, do you know what the impact is of what you're actually doing? This is how it affects me or whatever it might be. And if, maybe if you would have had the skills or were learned how to deal with it, those bullies might have gone, oh, my God, you know, I don't want Don't mess with me. Well, I don't know, right? Like, Where were you 30 <laughs> years ago? <laughs> also, too, glad I wasn't at that school. Jeez. Yeah. You know, no, but, you know, but it's, it's just so it's a two-way street. That's what I'm trying to say. So sometimes people also are bully or are over-dominant because that's the only way they know how to do it or yeah. they've been taught that way or that has worked in the past and they might be really interested in doing it different but they just like so I think it's yeah if that makes any sense I don't also want to point fingers say well these people are awful or I just go okay what's going on for you so yep. what's happened over there does that make sense it does make sense listen what what's the future hold for you because particularly what are some of your media goals um this is bullying, conflict. It's got so much talk back. I, I imagine straight away a lot of talk um, opportunities purely for the fact that you could reach out to people. Uh, if they've got issues and problems, call in. Let's just go walk through some of the basics and at least be able to lead mm. that way. Um, but print media, uh, w- remarkable opportunities here to be able to give your position and also too, to give your leadership. Is, is Are they goals for you? Do you want to take what you know and start being, I suppose, leading the industry and, and making people more aware? Yeah, no, I would love to. I think that's I think that's my whole goal at the moment is to make conflict, well, not make conflict more visible, but make it clear in the media and for people to give them easy steps to do so it doesn't, it's not so daunting and people just start doing it, if that makes sense. So if it's through the podcast, if it's through talking on podcasts, if it's through writing, I don't really mind how it works, whatever is required, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. It makes a great deal of sense. And, and, and I tell you what, it's got to start making sense because uh, awareness around this needs to be another at another level. Are you foreseeing what's going on right now, uh, the way that society is, the way that we're restricted? And, and look, even I, I feel a bit of conflict at the moment with even our own leader, uh, our premiers, uh, not necessarily our prime minister, but I'm feeling that because... Uh, what he believes in is not what I believe in. Mm. And I don't think he's actually reflecting what the general community is feeling, but maybe then he's right, I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right, he's wrong. I don't know. But that conflict that continues to go on, it starts mm. to eat you up. Yeah, And it starts to consume you. And I, I think, are you seeing in the future there that there's going to be more need for what you're doing because they're going to need an outlet. They're going to need a way for resolution. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's so much conflict going on right now. And also, um, I think it it is so important when people are stressed, and which a lot of people are because they lost their jobs, because they, you know, whatever they're doing um, or not doing, they're at home, they're with each other. I think when you're stressed and when you feel uncertainty and, um, you know, your mental health's not great, 
there is bound to be more conflict because when I don't feel great within myself, I normally don't communicate as well as I do with others uh, normally. So I think it, it is a massive need for this. And I think with what you're talking about, internal conflict, how to deal with it, I think sometimes it's just a matter of people just feeling hurt for the, in the first place. Often when my clients speak to me, they're like, it's the first time someone has actually listened to what I have to say. Um, but the whole mental health side and the whole... Um, stress level management so it's not sort of i've been talking about it and it's maybe a little bit outside of my lane but also it isn't because if i can help people manage that side then they will be much better at communication and conflict resolution so i've been super busy i think it's only going to get more over time because we're not out of the woods by oh, God, a long no. shot so and i think you can even see it with the politician like i said i don't think the prime minister and mark mccown are agreeing at the moment about the, how the borders are going and there's constant oh. discussion and all sorts of things going on you know so maybe you know i can um give a call out for them to i can train them don't, if they want don't get him started <laughs> don't get him started don't get him started and it's and this is three weeks away anyway so we've probably got everything sold and <laughs> i'm probably going to send you down lasan down to uh the the hill and uh, have a chat to the premier mark mccown get it but all sold. something you said earlier uh, lasan i think is really <laughs> profound you, you said life needed to be renegotiated or you said something quite close to that. And yeah. I do think that has been one of the positives of this crazy, crazy time. Mm. You know, whether you're looking at family, whether you're looking at, uh, you know, your workplace, your relationship, whatever it is, I think it has given us all a bit of, yeah, a bit of an opportunity to think, okay, is there an alternative to how things were working and how how we were living our lives. So yeah. hopefully that part of it continues and the other stuff goes back to normal. Well, the thing is, it, it is great. If you're good at it, that's the problem. Or I at least have some skills. So if you still try and know how to negotiate and now you have to renegotiate life, it's kept, you get a bit stuck, right? And I think the other thing is as well that I think people are experiencing a lot of disappointment or will experience a lot of disappointment when they think things are going back to normal but I don't mm. know what normal is and it might not feel the same or be the same. It'll so never be the same. No, that's right. It's a bit before COVID and after, right? But it's, so I think having to deal with that, because I think people want it to go back to normal, but I just don't think it will. So how to be with that, how to renegotiate that, how to accept that. Uh, that's so renegotiate it even internally. Yeah. Fascinating. Now, Lasan, you're on this podcast because you are an expert. You're a mediator. You're a conflict manager. Yes. And uh, the media needs to see more of you. Now, I'm, I've never done this before on the Experts podcast, but we we need to get more content from you, young lady. <laughs> now, here's my little conflict that I have here right now. Uh-oh. I'm in trouble. No, well, we, we definitely brought you in for a reason, is that... You have been extremely busy. You've released an amazing podcast. Mm. You've rebranded. You're out talking and doing business in another way. But you've probably dropped the ball a little when it comes to media. I did. You did? Okay. <laughs> but this is our little plan here because this is our little conflict management plan that I've right. so that you don't get me irate these days. Okay. Is that... I want a piece from you at least once a week. And yeah. the reason I want it is because there's never been a greater moment in this time that we've had seen so much conflict. You and we need more of you. Um, I don't think we've got enough of you. Um, and not just enough of you particularly, but in your industry as well, mm. to be able to talk through this. And it's and it's so important to get content out, to, to be up and available because naturally media are going to go to lawyers before they generally go to you. Mm, clients and, uh, do too. Yeah. 
And I think they need to be going to you first yeah. and then come see the lawyers. How's that, Lana? So it doesn't cost them as much. Well, well I don't know no. how much you charge with that. That's, and that's She's very, probably more expensive. No, I don't think so either. And also, not, not to denigrate the, the great work that the law and the legal no, system no. does. I think you work very nicely with I them. I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. I work with great but I, Can I just ask of you, as, mm-hmm. as an expert there, sorry, this is this is that's well, fine. I love this. Is, is <laughs> we it, are negotiating now. Negotiating my conflict of getting out. You can come back at me, um, <laughs> but I, I'd love to see more content from you yeah. because it, only because I think that the audience, the people, need to hear more of it. Yeah. Whether you're in business, whether it's a family situation, everyone is in some form of conflict. Now's the time. Now's mm. the time. So I, I just want to put will, that out no, there. No, I'll promise once a week. There you go. Got okay. it on. No, got and, it. no and, and you've got to know something about me. When I make an agreement, I keep my words. Don't worry. <laughs> I've got a recording of this yeah. and I'm holding you to it. And I know some very good lawyers. Lizanne, oh. I'd like to ask you a question in line with what Nick's saying. If you could have any media gig, what would, what would you know, the ideal platform look like for you? Oh. Difficult question. Yeah, sorry, I put you on the spot there. Oh, I don't know. Like, I think. Do you like TV? Oh, would, that would be great. Yeah. yeah, and I think it would be. Would you like your own show? <laughs> Why not? Do you want your own Why network? <laughs> no, but, I, but I think I they're selling a few networks at the moment. No, but I never thought about it. But I think um, what you just said, Nick, before that when people can run some scenarios past, so and it is sometimes difficult to comment on a really small snippet. But yeah. maybe it is really something that people need. I think what I like to do in media is something that people need right now and that will help them right now. And I think yep. it should evolve. And um, I love to do that on TV, on radio. I think radio is a great medium as well. Yep. Um, with writing, um, I I just feel less natural for myself. It doesn't yep. mean I can't do it. English is my second language as well. Not that that means, And you that's know. a great point because the accent, you can hear the little accent there. Where, where from? I'm, I'm Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. There so, But go. the thing is, I actually, when I write as I speak, then it's okay. But yep. if I get in my head about it, then I feel a bit like, oh, my God. So, but we have <laughs> great people here at Media Stable that can look over it anyway. There you go. <laughs> there it is. But you know what? The Dutch accent, I love the Dutch accent. Yeah, we love accents Well, yeah? we do love a good accent. Yeah. But it's, um, see, I've got a bit of an issue with accents. I really have to tune in just to get the words. And uh, yours is fine. Yours okay, is fine. thank you. No <laughs> conflict there. Yes. No conflict there. That's quite conflict free yeah well, I think the the beauty of what you can talk about Lizanne is just making people think about conflict in a different way yeah and I think that's always going to be important but as mm. Nick said you know it, 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 I can't think of a time that it would be more important than right now so we'll get you out there yes we'll get you out there it's a beautiful <laughs> time for it Lizanne if people want to get in contact with you how can they reach out to you um, well, you can go to my website, lifemediation.com.au, and has all my details. Or, well, you can call me. I don't know if I'm not going to call my number. <laughs> no. Go to the website. And if you didn't understand <laughs> that Dutch accent, it is lifemediation.com.au. <laughs> of course you understood it. It's good. Um, great to have you. And that podcast again too. Uh, conversations to cut the conflict. And you can find it on all, you know, Spotify, Apple. It's on every awesome. kind of. Um, but you can also go to my um, Instagram it's uh, Lizana Eriks underscore life mediation. And I have a free training at don'truinyourrelationship.com oh. where you can get some uh, free training advice on your relationship and love conflict it. resolution. Great advice. Great commentary. Another great one, Lana. Oh, I loved it. Loved it. Thanks, Lizanne. Thank yeah. you. I really had a good time. No <laughs> conflict here and <laughs> there'll be no disputes and there'll be no chats after. <laughs> uh,
In fact, or I'm, I'm going to walk you out the door. <laughs> okay. In fact, I don't want you anywhere near any of my media stable staff. No, great to have you in and um, great, uh, great chat. Uh, never has it been more important at this time. Well, if you want to hear more about uh, Media Stable and more about the Experts Podcast, uh, jump onto mediastable.com.au and we look forward to catching up with you next week. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.